Hi, my name is Nicole Bowler, and you're listening to Texas Tasty's 512 Degrees, where we talk to chefs, influencers, and foodies alike about their lives. During our podcast, you'll hear interviews with our guests, and towards the end, you'll hear a groovy zap indicating our finishing lightning round of questions. Today, we have a rap artist whose work with some of the biggest names in the industry led him to being one of the hottest up-and-coming artists of the San Francisco Bay Area. You may recognize him from his latest singles, Delusional or Manifest, or from his various mixtapes and albums like The Fix series in 2016, and Matrix Music in 2019. This year, he's been making moves in California and working with a multi-platinum mastering engineer to perfect his new album, 2020 Vision, releasing October 10th and November 11th of this year. Without further ado, I'm excited to announce that today's guest is Rich Rocca. What's it's up? good to finally meet you. Nice to meet you too. How are you doing today? How is it out in California? I'm sure it's sunny and beautiful. Yes, yeah, it's, it's nice out here. I mean, it's smoky. Oh, it's yes. It's a little smoky, but I mean, that's it's clearing up right now. Well, that's good. That's good. How's your day been? Um, my day's been cool. I would love for you to just tell us a little bit about who you are, where you're from, how your journey as a music artist began. Okay, my name is Rich Rocker, formerly known as your boy. Um, I'm from the Bay Area, San Francisco to be exact. And how my journey as an artist began, well, my I have a lot of older cousins and uncles. They, they listen to music, they're involved in music. So my whole life, you know, they always been, there's always just been music around, they've always been MTV on t- on the television and BET, and I was just kind of like interested in the lifestyle of a, of an artist, you know, ever since I was little. So that's how I kind of got involved with music. My uh, I have also a, cu- a couple cousins that were um, were rappers like in the Bay Area. They were pretty big. So just being around that just made me want to do it too. In addition to that, I would love to know who your biggest inspiration was music wise as a kid like besides your your immediate family and your cousins and your uncles who were in music um who else did you listen to and i'm sure that if they were older you probably picked up a lot from their music taste as well man when i was young i used to listen to uh, i had i actually had a a lot of a couple influences when i was young um juvenile from cash money was a big influence to me you know what I mean? I used to love Juvenile's music when I was coming up. Um, Tupac, of course, being from California. I used to listen to a lot of East Coast rap. Jay-Z, um, Jadakiss, the Rough Riders. Growing up, I listened to a lot of DJ Clue mixtapes, um, a lot of Cash Money records, a lot of No Limit records, Master P and them, just to name a few. Would you say they've influenced how you've gone about creating your own music? I think so early on. Early on, I think um, I, a, a lot. I, I think the East Coast music that I listen to and the and the, uh, and the juvenile, you can hear you can hear some of that in my music early on. But as I got older and as I got more developed and more more uh, more um, my more into who I am as an artist, I just I stopped. I actually even stopped listening to a lot of other music and just started listening to my own music. Uh, you know, and now the finished product is just me, you know? Mm-hmm. I guess, I don't know, I guess you you could say that 
I've evolved from all all those influences though, so they might still be there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've been doing it for like 15 years, so I feel yeah. like I'm just me right now. Yeah, I you you've definitely been in the industry a while, and I'm sure that over time, especially if you stopped listening to a lot of other people, you just really honed in and developed your own sound, which is really really cool. Like I started tapping into like who I was, like even my astrology, like. I'm an Aquarius, so, you know, I, 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 you know, that's the water bear. So I feel like it's a lot, it's a lot of that in my music now. It's a, it's a lot of wavy music. It's real euphoric and wavy sounding, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the type of stuff I like to make now. No, I, I love that. And um, speaking about development and evolution, you, you said that you used to be known as your boy, and... Uh, as I was doing a little bit of research, I saw that you changed that over the years. And uh, would you want to talk about how that came to be? How I changed my name from your boy to Rich Rocker? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was just a growth thing. I evolved. I evolved as an artist. Like, I just grew out of the name. Um, my friends used to call me YB the Rockstar just due to the, the rock star life I was living. I would be I would be in a in Malibu with Britney Spears and Kevin Federline one minute, and then I'd be in a studio with the game and and uh you know all these gangster rappers that night. So you know I was living like a rock star life. So I developed the name YB the Rock Star. Then I had a friend named Gino Cap, rest in peace. He started calling me Rocker, so like short for rock star. And then you know it just developed to Rich Rocker. You know, my name just evolved to Rich Rocker. I I love it. I think it's I think it's awesome. It it actually, I don't know if you uh, like this comparison, but when I saw Rocker World, it actually it reminded me a lot of Juice World, and uh, that type of just very immersive experience. Like this is this is who I am, and this is everything I represent. Exactly. Rest in peace to the young legend Juice World too. But um, yeah, that's kind of like what it is for me, man. Rocker World is just my matrix that I've built, you know. And I feel like anybody that's listening to my music or tapped into what I'm doing, you've entered my matrix. I do also want to talk about too. You used to be signed to Akon's labels. Mm-hmm. Um, how did that? How did that happen? Well, I was making a lot of noise on the mixtape scene underground. I was dropping a lot of mixtapes, hot shit for the streets. And uh, I was noticed by Akon and his camp. And, you know, it, it took a while, but we got the deal done. I signed with him in, like, 2010. We dropped a dope record called Lockdown, me featuring Akon, your boy featuring Akon. Um, we dropped a couple tapes. One of them was called uh, Cali Convict, California Convict. Um, it was a cool little run. We we did, uh, it was like a two-year deal. And, you know, it just ran its course. But, yeah, I was, I, I was noticed by them just for my hard work on the mixtape scene. Also, I had a big record on L.A. radio called We Run L.A. That caught his attention, too. You know, just having a big record on radio with no help, just independently, that was a big thing. So, you know, we end up signing, and that was that. And during those two years, how would you say the growth was for you and the experiences were in the industry? Was that your first step up into a major record label? I mean, I was around during 
with the game, you know, when he sold six million records with uh, mm -hmm. Interscope and G Unit, like I was around like at the tail end of that, and I was were um there when Game was working on a couple of his albums, the Jesus Peace album, the documentary or the the Doctor's I Advocate album, really a couple albums, so uh, probably like four or five albums, just those two of the ones I could remember off the top of my head. But I was around, you know, during around game a lot too like up under him before i signed with akon so i was really i really got to see what the industry was like and what everything was like during that time too so that was that would probably be the first i would say when i was with game and them that was my first little inside look at the industry then around that time i was i became unsigned hype in the source magazine i became unsigned hype in the in the double xl magazine as well i was i was you know gaining a lot of traction and making a lot of noise underground and and in the industry a little bit before I signed with Akon. That makes sense, and it it had to have been cool to be with someone who had such huge names and to go from one uh, big opportunity to the next. It had to have felt like you were really, you know, on your way to becoming the next great artist. And, and still are. I saw that you recently met with, uh, I think his name is Nicholas de Porcel. The GOAT. Yes. And what was that experience like? I know he has a, a studio, I think in South Carolina, uh, is it California or? Yes, yeah, it's, it's in California. Okay. He, okay. He's in, a, in an undisclosed location somewhere in California. His spaceship, I mean, his, his studio looked like I was in, or it felt like I was entering a spaceship. <laughs> like, futuristic equipment in there. That man is the truth. He's responsible for um, a lot of great artists. You know what I mean? Sound. He mastered the album. He mastered, he's one of the top masters in the game. He mastered Roddy Rich new album, Summer Walker, The Baby. When I was looking up um, his studio, I saw the amount of hits that came out of there. And I was, it was awesome to see. And so what was that experience like? How did you get connected with him? And uh, what song did you end up recording in the studio? Well, actually his studio is not for recording. He just, you know, you do the recording in, 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 in the big studio and then it goes to him for the final touches. Oh, I see, okay. Yeah, so he, uh, well, I went, I got hooked up with him through my engineer. His name is Ryan Palmer. That's my engineer at Red Wall Studio. And um basically he uh he told me about Nick, told me he was the you know, all his work that he done and he told me that uh if we if we all join forces that, you know, we could come with that sound that that the world need. And uh, you know, he uh I brought him my new album, which drops Friday this Saturday actually, ten ten. <laughs> It's called um, 2020 Vision. So it's a two-part album, 2020 Vision. And the first one, the first part is 2020 Vision OS, which is the medical term for perfect vision in the left eye. I'm dropping that 10, 10, 2020. And then I'm dropping 2020 Vision OD, which is perfect vision in the right eye. I'm dropping that on 11, 11, 2020. So the first one drops this Saturday and Nick mastered the whole album. Art really? Yeah. That that's incredible. Also, great name for the album. I mean, that is that is amazing, and it's so it's so perfect for everything this year, and um, what's all going on. What was what was the process like 
for writing that album. Was it any different from how you've written any songs previously? I mean, um, a little different because now my creation process is just all off feeling. Like I, I, I don't have any, any labels or anybody telling me what to do or telling me what kind of music to make or any deadlines to make. Like I came with all this just off pure feeling and, uh, and emotion, you feel me? So even the, from everything from the artwork to the dates that it's dropping on, this is all me. It's all just just my spirit telling me to do these things. And then even with the, with the song, I recorded like 50, 60 songs and then I chopped it down to 10 songs on each project. Each song, each project, 2020 Vision, OS and OD, will have 10 songs each. And, um, you know, the creation process was just all just truly and purely me. What would you, what would you say is the main message behind the album? I just feel like the, al- the main message is to don't let nothing stop you. And, you know, just get out there and do whatever you want. Enjoy your experience here. You know what I'm saying? This My album is just my experience. It's my point of view coming from a young young person from, you know, the ghettos of the Bay Area, Northern California, who's experienced, who've had a lot of um, travel experiences and a lot of people experiences. So this is just my point of view, it's just my vision, my my uh my my part of the story. That's great. And um, if there was a song on the album that you think we should listen to first, or that you're the most proud of, are you able to give us a little sneak peek and say say the name? Well, I actually released two singles from the albums um this year, so you can got you guys can go check them out. One of them is called Manifest, and I feel like Manifest is a good representation of me and the album. I actually, sorry, I didn't. I did not mean to cut you off. I, I did not even realize that that was from the new album. I listened to that. That was actually one of my favorites that I listened to. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, Manifest will be dropping on the second album on the Right Eye, OD, which is eleven eleven. But um, yeah, and Delusional, Delusional is the second record. Delusional um, will be dropping on 11-11 too. But those are pretty good representations of me and my wide range, my wide um, range of music, and just you know what I can do. What is your favorite burgers or barbecue? I thought burgers was part of barbecue. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say that's a good point. <laughs> I did not make these questions, <laughs> but but I think if you're in the South, burgers are distinctly different right. than barbecue because you can get a burger from like oh, In and Out, well, but no, what we consider down. barbecue, if it's like that, hands you know. down, barbecue. <laughs> okay, that's the correct answer. Um, <laughs> And um, okay, for number two, do you uh, do chips belong on a sandwich? You can That's... do what you want, but I don't think they belong on a sandwich. <laughs> um, that is such a. I feel like that's so interesting as a question for people because that's so specific. But we are we are a food based podcast, so it totally makes sense. And. So the next one, I mean, we've talked a little bit about this already, but what kind of music do you listen to 
if you besides your own i know you said you don't listen to a lot of um music because you're so focused on your own craft but is there one person right now that you think is really hot um i think drake hot okay awesome drake um great pick and then what is your favorite piece of media this could be a book a movie a tv show anything that you're super into right now my madden 2021 xbox video guy oh i'm sorry Ooh. my studio first sure. does that count and then second oh, yeah i would say my so. madden I'm, yeah i would I'm, say so I'm addicted to my Madden. I got to I got to catch at least 3 wins before I go to sleep every night. <laughs> okay, and uh would you prefer a home cooked meal or takeout? A home cooked meal, meal it, it very much out. so depends on who's cooking that though. I know that you're not from Austin um or from Texas, but still we want to ask, what is the best food spot if so if we were going to travel to California? Is there a place that we should go that's like the best of the best? Man, I I'm, I eat so much food. Like, damn, let me see. I eat, I don't know. This is a <laughs> tough one right here. Um, You know what? I'm going to just have to take y'all to Granny House or something. Because I can't really, I can't put my finger on it. There's so much <laughs> good food out here. From Chinese food to soul food to Jamaican food. So this is so many options. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite though? Like, are you? Yeah. Do you prefer um, one over the other? That's for... the thing. Like, like I have some from every culture, probably every day. Like, I'm eating Chinese food today. Tomorrow is Italian. I, I don't have a favorite. Um, and then, what is your favorite place to exist? This could be a beach, your living room, anywhere. Just a your favorite place to to sit and and be the beach we lived in malibu right there on the beach and it's like that feeling is yeah that's the feeling right there waking up on the beach hearing those waves crash at night oh my goodness that has to be amazing that would be i would love to to live a bunch of different places as well i'm kind of like you in a sense where i can't really see a future I just know that it's gonna look different wherever I go and I'm not like tied down to any place I can go and I want to live in California but I also want to live in New York and then I can see myself living abroad you got a spot in New York you got a spot in yeah it's gonna cost a lot so make a lot uh. <laughs> <laughs> right right I'm yeah. here for that yes that's everywhere. exactly San Diego, what I'm trying New to York do. Puerto um, Rico um Atlanta, Texas, California. You know what I mean? We need all these places. If that's what the type of person you are, make it happen. Mm-hmm. Or some people aren't like that. Some people just want to stay where they at their whole life. That's fine too. But me, I like to see things. I'm I'm right there with you. I've always I've had friends who, you know, in high school they would just say, "No, I, I want to stay in Texas. Like I see myself." settling down here, raising kids here. And I just couldn't wrap my head around it. Realistically, I'm like, the the whole world is out there for us to see. It's so much bigger than than us. And I feel like I've always had that that perspective of like my my life is like bigger than just me, you know? And uh, seeing seeing the world and getting out there. So I, I completely completely relate. And I think we're, we're similar in that way. 
Well, that is the end of our questions. Is there anything that you want to shout out and promote? You've got your new album, 2020 Vision. It's gonna debut on 10, 10, October 10th, and then November 11th. Follow and me on uh, besides that, anything else you want Rich to Rocker, Where should we R-I-C-H-R-O-C-K-A. Twitter, Real Rich Rocker, um, YouTube. Go check out my visuals. Go check out my work on YouTube. YouTube.com backslash Rich Rocker TV. Um, check me out on Spotify and Apple Music. Rich Rocker. You know what I mean? Get tapped in. Get plugged into the Matrix. And uh, let's get it. All right. Well, that's awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been great to hear your story. We will definitely be checking out your new album. And... Yeah, we wish you well with everything in the future. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, you heard it here. If you'd like to see more from Rich Rocca, you can follow him on Instagram at Rich Rocca. That's R-I-C-H-R-O-C-K-A. And if you enjoyed today's episode, give us a follow at The Texas Tasty on Instagram and Twitter. Upcoming episodes and more can be found wherever you get your podcasts. This is Nicole Bowler signing off.